Inspiring interviews with today's top landlords. This is the Rental Income Podcast. And now, Dan Lane. Alex, if somebody wants to build wealth through rental properties, what do you think the most important factor is? You know what, Dan? Uh, just take action, stop dwelling, and, and buy real estate and just hold on to it. So it's the time. The time going by is really where the wealth is kind of automatically going to be built for you. Oh, absolutely. When you were building your rental portfolio, did you do anything creative, like any kind of creative financing or were you an expert on doing rehabs? No, no rehabs, no creative financing, just just regular purchases. Um, I've most of my properties, I found them on the MLS and just save money, put a down payment, got a loan and turn them into rentals. If you think you need to take on a lot of risk to build out your rental portfolio or you need a huge rental portfolio to be successful, this episode might change your mind. We first met Alex three years ago on episode number 209. And on that episode, we talked about his strategy of just saving money. And as he had the money saved, he would use that as a down payment on another rental property. And his goal was to add one property a year to his portfolio. That's it. Nothing fancy, just a regular single family house every year. What's great about Alex is he's just a regular guy that is slowly building out his rental portfolio. And on the show today, we're going to talk to him about what he's doing, see if he's doing anything differently today and how he's building wealth without a huge rental portfolio. Joining us on the show today from Bakersfield is Alex Dirtia. We'll take a really quick break. We'll come right back and we'll talk to Alex. It's a lot of work to find a really good rental property. And when you actually find that property, you want to make sure you're working with a lender that can get that loan closed. The lender that I recommend is Chaley Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. She's a nationwide lender, and her specialty is helping investors finance rental properties. She has a ton of loan programs, and she can find something customized to you for your situation. If you want to find out more or you're ready to get started today, just go to RidgeLendingGroup.com. That's R-I-D-G-E LendingGroup.com, NMLS 42056. I've put a lot of time, effort, and money into building my rental portfolio, It's something I'm very proud of, something I want to protect, and something I want to keep in my family for a long time. That's why I put together an estate plan. With trust and will, you can create and manage your own custom estate plan starting at just $199. Just go to trustandwill.com slash RIP and you'll get 10% off plus free document shipping. I thought about doing a will for a long time, but I thought it was going to be very complicated, confusing, and expensive, and I just kept putting it off. Luckily, I found trust and will, and the whole process could not have been easier. My wife and I sat down one Saturday morning over a cup of coffee. We went to trustandwill.com. They walked us through a series of questions, and at the end, we got our own state-specific and customized will for our needs. Trust and Will has made estate planning easy and accessible for everybody. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash RIP. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash RIP. 
a good deal on a rental property isn't going to last very long. To win properties today, you need to move quickly when a deal comes on the market, but it takes time to analyze a property. I want to let you know about an app where you can analyze deals on your phone in seconds. It's called Ask Rick. That's R-I-C for Rental Income Calculator. You can analyze a deal with the push of a button. You can figure out the rent, your mortgage payment, your expenses, and figure out the cash flow. If the numbers make sense, you can make an offer right there on the app, or you can send a calendar invite to your agent to see the property in person. Ask Rick is currently offering a free seven-day trial. Just search for Ask Rick in the App Store or go to Just Ask Rick. That's R-I-C, JustAskRick.com. Rental Income Podcast. Uh, Dan, let me ask you this. When are you going to start investing in Bakersfield? You know, that's a great question. So California scares me a little bit. And and maybe you can tell me if this is is just a perception or if this is reality. But I, I always hear that California is a very tough place to do business and the yeah. the the laws are very tilted towards the tenants. Is that true or is that just what, what people say? It's true. It's true. But I think, you know what, if you had the right staff in place, right management company in place, and you're screening your tenants the right way and doing all your due diligence, all those mistakes can be avoided. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I I'll be very honest. You know, if I was to move out of California, I would continue investing in California, whether it's Bakersfield or any other cities, primarily because the rent growth is insane. Right. In addition to rent growth, the property values the, I mean, the appreciation is unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's some stuff that we bought has gone up like from 400 to 550 right now. I mean, you can't make $150,000 appreciation in less than two years, I don't think, in any other state. You're right. I mean, it's the, the appreciation that California sees is like nothing else in the country. I mean, it's it's really, um, yeah, I mean, you can make a ton of money on, on appreciation. Yeah. And then also rent growth. I mean, you've seen a, a ton of rent growth, and I, I think probably more than other areas. Oh, um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, the, the doors that it opens up for future, right? So I mean, just think about all this. Like, if I hold on to all these property for next 10 years, imagine all the appreciations I collected. And I'm, if I sell all this and roll it into an apartment complex in Midwest or mm, any other state, right. just, I mean, that would just be insane. Alex, for anyone that maybe didn't hear your first interview, why don't we start off with you telling us what you were doing before you started buying rentals? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dan, first of all, thank you so much for having me back on the show. I, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. So of course. Thank you. Of course. Um, yeah. I, I used to work in uh, banking. Uh, I was a personal banker and then a business banker. And I went, asked my manager for a promotion and then I was shot down multiple times. So my wife suggested I should become a real estate agent. So I became a real estate agent and then I started selling homes left and right. I helped a couple of investor clients and I saw what rentals was like truly like. And then, I mean, I had owned some rentals previously also. So then I really laser focused down on rentals and started buying left and right. And so when when you were buying your strategy, like you were saying at the beginning was just saving up money. And when you had that 20% down payment, you were just buying another property. Simple. That's it. Yeah, that, and, that is it. And when we talked last time, you were buying about a property a year. Is that still what you're doing or what you've been doing since we, we last spoke? 
yes and no. Well, I kind of upped the goal. Uh, so last time we spoke, yeah, the goal was to buy one property a year and build wealth that way, right? Um, but then I started buying fourplexes, duplexes, and single-family doors. So it averages out to five doors a year since we okay, spoke. Okay, awesome. And now yeah. what made you want to get into fourplexes? Cash flow. Just Cash more flow. money, more money per property. Yeah, that the leveraging, you know, like if two of your tenants walk, you still have other two that are willing to pay your mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt it was a little bit more secured. Um, and and the vacancy where I live in Bakersfield is like less than one percent. So finding a tenant is no problem right now. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing with with Bakersfield is it's not a cheap area. And uh, I'm assuming you probably can't find crazy deals. I mean, you're not buying $50,000 properties in Bakersfield, right? No, no. The cheapest home I bought is $75,000. But that one is hovering around two hundred dollars right now. And some of the four units we've bought is is close to $600,000. So, you know, a lot of times on the show, we we talk about the 1% rule where a property, if you're going to buy it for $100,000, you want it to rent for $1,000 a month. Is that possible in your market? Yes, case by case, right? I mean, that rule applies to some of my property and that rule does not apply to some of my property. So yeah, it's it's still doable, um, but it's it's getting harder and harder by the day. And all right, so I I guess like what I'm trying to, to get at here is that like your properties, when you bought them, they weren't making crazy money, right? But but I guess like where, where you've really benefited is through the rent increases. Like so, your properties are making yeah. you a lot more money today. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, there, for example, one of our one of our houses, we were collecting thirteen hundred a month. Our mortgage was twelve hundred. Um, but as time went by. That rent now is nineteen hundred dollars, and the mortgage is still the same. Yeah. So, so the, definitely the rent rent increase over time, just holding on to it, and that appreciation definitely helps out. And you know, I I think that's an important thing because like rents generally do go up over time. But yeah, like when you were first buying those properties, did you know in the back of your head these rents are probably going to go up, or were you thinking these rents might be the same price for a really long time? You know, I was I was just buying because you know the 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 one strategy I'm using is buy and hold. It's mm-hmm. gonna go up one day as long as I'm positive cash flow day one. Even if it is nothing crazy, let's buy it right if mm-hmm. we can secure a deal. Um, and then when these tenants move out, we we clean up the unit and we we increase the rent by fifteen twenty percent. So for example, one of our tenants moving out and they've been there for three years and they were paying seven fifty. Now that same unit is going to be rented for ten ninety five. That's great, yeah. yeah. And and like you said, your, your mortgage is staying the same. Your your costs are pretty similar. I mean, sure, your insurance might go up a little bit, or maybe your taxes go up a little bit, but you, yeah. your your costs are are basically the same. Yeah, it doesn't make that much of a difference. It, it truly doesn't. I mean, is the rent increase is is and in California, right? We we have to pay a six. We have to give them a sixty day notice. We can only increase it by uh, whatever the percentage is. I think it's hovering around nine percent right now. But if they leave, then you can just increase it and mm-hmm. get a new tenant all the way. Now, you and I talked a few months ago, not on the podcast, just uh, uh, online, and you were talking about doing Airbnb 
or maybe renting to traveling nurses in one of your properties. Did you end yeah. up, did you end up doing that or, or not? Uh, I, you know, I, I am in the middle of that. I am in, in uh, work in progress. We were working on a property. We we're cleaning it up and uh, we're getting it dialed in for the nurses. So yeah, the goal that year is to turn that into a, a short term rental. And this is for one of your fourplexes. Uh, we're we're going to try it with one of our single family homes first, see okay. how it goes. Um, and then we're going to transition possibly all of them little by little. Oh, awesome. Okay. So all your yeah. rentals that you want to go all short term. Yeah. I mean, cause the cash flow is, is going to be almost three times of what, what I'm collecting right now. So if I'm able to rent that unit out for a thousand bucks, but with nurses, we're able to, you know, charge 2000 or 2,500. But of course, you know, there's overhead on it. There's utilities, there's furniture sure. costs, there's cleaning costs. So, but you can still earn more than your, right. your uh, regular right. lease. Yeah. I mean, so you could basically double your revenue. Right. 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 Awesome. Well, yeah. let's talk about how you're finding deals. So can you find deals on the MLS today? Or yeah, how? Absolutely. Okay. hundred percent. Okay. So is that where you're finding everything or have you had to use other methods to find to find good properties today? So, you know, I mean, I, I, I prospect for my real estate business, right? And every now and then I'm calling it and I come across a client that says, you know what, we want to sell it as is and we don't want to put it on the market. So I sit down with them and then we pencil out numbers. And if the numbers make sense, then I just buy it myself, right? And I, and I disclose it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they're all on board with it. And sometimes they're like, let's put it on the market. So we put it on the market. So that's one avenue. But on the MLS, if something pops up, it's, it's, I, the one thing I can say is that Put your best foot forward, write as strong as offer as you can. Don't nickel and dime, just secure the deal. That's interesting. Okay. So, so your day job is a realtor. So you're looking for deals like you're looking for properties to list. And if you can buy that property before it goes on the market, you're, you're buying it. And you know, of course the, the, the customer, your customer is fine with that, but what, what a great way to, to, be building both businesses to be building your real estate business and your rental right. business all in right. one. Cause, yeah. Cause I'm constantly looking for listings day in, day out. Right. And, and I've come across clients that are like, you know what, we don't want to list just, just find us a cash buyer. Yeah. Um, and, and then I, if, if something I can afford, then I'll take it. If not, then we'll call one of our investor clients. And is, is there any kind of conflict there? At all with with you being an agent and and buying properties no, like that, we disclose them right. Hey, I am a licensed California real estate agent, and they they sign off on it. They're on board with it, and we just put in proper disclosures in place, and everyone's protected. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. let's talk about your your properties and like what they generally look like. So, say for your properties, are you mainly buying three bedrooms or? Two bedrooms, like what? What kind of properties do you think are the best? Uh, honestly, I, I think the three bedrooms are are the best. The their turnover rate is so low; it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm blown away. Yeah. Um, the four units, the the apartments are usually two bedrooms, um, and turnover on those is is quite low also, and and it's it's performing well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm staying away from one bedroom. That's just because we own 
a duplex that's one bedroom um and the turnover on that is is just insane it's like every six months or a year somebody's leaving um and it's not fun so yeah, yeah I, I if i were to do it again i would stay away from one bedroom just two bedrooms or or larger why do you think the one bedrooms turn over so much you know family grows or or they just realize that place is too small um yeah. or all of a sudden income is growing and they're like you know what we can afford a bigger better place let's let's right. get up and yeah. leave right so that's that one thing that that you're doing that uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about is that you're managing some of your properties yourself but yeah. you have a property manager for other properties and i, I think yeah. that's interesting cuz most people they either have a manager or they self-manage. But so like, why are you doing that? Well, I, I like, I mean, of course, save money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the houses that we own are in really nice neighborhoods and they're really nice families that are living there. And they, we tested waters with them, right? For first three months and they don't call us. They don't, they don't complain. They don't call us for toilet leaks or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. They just send the rent on time. So it's like, it's performing well. Why would I want to fork up another hundred bucks for a property management if if there's really no hiccup? Why rock that boat? Mm-hmm. And then for the ones that you're that you've you've had a manager with, are, are they properties that are just causing you more trouble? You know, it's just there, there's there's four units, right? So there's now you're dealing with four different tenants, um, and and they're, I, I, they they're more demanding, I want to say. Um, and every now, like recently, we got they got a call for a, a small plumbing leak. It was super simple. Then they got a call from a battery in the thermostat. Just they, they, I get more of those calls from those apartments than I do for the houses, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why it's like that, but so I don't want to deal with those calls because my main focus is sales, right? I'm right. here to sell real estate um so i i if if it's if they start getting too demanding i turn them over to property management i want to ask you about home warranties now for anyone that doesn't understand how a home warranty works can you explain to us real quick like what a home warranty is yeah yeah it's uh so basically you know you you buy a property and you purchase a home warranty uh first 30 days if something goes wrong they're basically going to try to uh shake you off and say they don't cover it but after that if something does go in out you know you my property managers calls them uh they have my credit card on file they pay a 75 dollar deductible they come out and, and do the job repair whatever it is and and address it. So I buy the cheapest home warranty possible, which basically covers any plumbing issues and HVAC issues and electrical. That's it. We don't we don't shoot for appliances or anything like that. Now, when we talked last time, you were buying them for every property. Ha- have your thoughts changed on home warranties, or are you still a big believer in them? I am. I am. It, it's uh, well. So if I if I acquire a property for the first year, I definitely buy it because I don't know what I'm getting into. Because um, you know there are times where a seller somehow forgot to disclose something, mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're getting into. So just to avoid that that uh, big bill um, as a safety net, I, I like to buy it for the first year, and then depending on the property, um, how many phone calls we've gotten that year, we would decide if we're going to renew it on that specific property or. We're just going to roll the dice. You, you know, for my rentals, I've just never been able to get the numbers to work on a home warranty. I, I like the idea of it, but when you look at the cost, what do they yeah. cost today? Like five, six, seven hundred dollars. Uh, you know, the basic one that I buy is about five hundred bucks okay. for a for a four unit and three hundred dollars for single family. And then every time they come out, there's a deductible seventy five bucks. bucks. So yeah. it's like when I look at like that the cost of the of the warranty 
and then the cost of the deductible. Like I, I feel yeah. like I, I, unless you have a lot of stuff going on at the property, yeah. I, I feel like I, I can get stuff fixed cheaper. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's basically a safety. I mean, they're in the insurance business to make money, right? They're right. not there to do uh, free services. So, but it, it, the way I look at it is it's a safety net for the first year and then you mm-hmm. just um, go accordingly the following year. Yeah. Um, so for right now, half of my properties have them and half of them don't. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of times too, when you're buying, you, you can negotiate with the seller to get them to pay for the warranty. Yeah, and in yeah, that case, absolutely. I think it's totally worth it. If the seller is paying for oh, it, yeah. why not? Yeah. So have you made any big mistakes like w- with your rentals? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I've uh, managed a duplex in a, in a rough part of a neighborhood myself. You know, uh, it was one of the first multifamily purchases I made. So I hired a property manager and then I learned that you want to screen your property manager too correctly mm-hmm. because uh uh there there are some property managers that you know are are really not by the books and are not looking out in your best interest yeah yeah that's always always hard yeah so I, when you're screening a property manager like what what kind of stuff are you looking for or, or what do you ask them um basically you know i mean they're telling you what you want to hear it's just you, you just have to go with your gut feeling yeah. um and, and I just spoke to one and I pulled the trigger. Uh, going forward, when I'm hiring a property manager, I'm, I'm in re- interviewing like three or four of them at the same time. Yeah, that's a good idea. Before, cause I, I, before I sign the docs. That's a great idea because I always feel like a bad property manager, they know what to say. Like they know the game. Yes. And, you know, maybe they think they're, they're a good manager, but um, they, they don't always do what they say. So yes, it's, it's yes. hard. How about overspending? Like, have you ever like overspent on, on any improvements? Yeah. Just recently on one of our most recent purchase, uh, we remodeled the bathroom bathroom and it cost me eight grand, but then a light bulb went off in my head and said, I should have just done an insert and that would have cost me like five grand. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so, why, so why, why did you spend so much? Like, did you just kind of get carried away with it? Yeah, I got carried away with it, and and that's the unit that we were going to convert into a, a Airbnb, and it's for nurses. Uh, mm-hmm. But so we we tiled out the shower, we tiled out the floor, and uh, we basically went all all out on it. Now that I'm thinking about it, we should have just cleaned it up and put in a nice insert, high quality insert, a stand up shower, and it would have been just fine. If anybody is either investing or interested in investing in Bakersfield, I would definitely recommend reaching out to Alex. He's a full time agent. And he'd be happy to help you find a property. I've got his contact information on the website. You can find it at rentalincomepodcast.com slash episode 360. If Alex inspired you and you're ready to buy your first property or you want to add to your portfolio, the lender that I recommend is Chaley Ridge. She's a nationwide lender and her specialty is helping investors finance rental properties. She has a ton of different loan programs, including her no-doc loan, where she doesn't need to see pay stubs, bank statements, or tax returns. She just wants to see that you have a good deal. If the numbers make sense, Chaley will give you a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. Now, the rates are a little bit higher than a traditional loan, but it's still a great deal. If you want to find out more, just reach out to Chaley at RidgeLendingGroup.com. NMLS 42056. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe or follow the show 
We put out new interviews every single Tuesday, and if you're subscribed, you'll get notified as soon as the new episodes come out. My name is Dan Lane, and this has been the Rental Income Podcast. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not going to struggle. They're going to have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Genius's technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com.